Lunch with Pippa Hudson. And now, Consumer Talk featuring Wendy Nola. Wendy is with us via Zoom today, joining us from Johannesburg, and we're going to give you an update on a story we first discussed much earlier this year, uh, when, uh, when unfortunately uh, a few Cape Talk listeners had purchased tidy air fryers and paid their money, only to have the air fryers themselves never arrive. Now, I was at the book launch last night of that new South African air fryer cookbook by Louisa Holst that we profiled, and... Judging by the number of people who showed up at Exclusive Books to listen to uh, Louisa talk and to buy a copy of the book, it's very, very obvious that there is sustained ongoing interest in the possibilities of this device. So uh, we also asked Wendy to do a bit of re- um, research with some of the major retailers, share some insights into who is buying what, which models are selling, etc. So after we've spoken air fryers, we'll then open the lines for general consumer questions on other topics. Uh, a reminder that if you want to join the conversation, you can do so by calling us on 0214460567, sending an SMS to 31567 or a WhatsApp to 0725671567. Hi to you in Joburg, Wendy. 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 We seem to have a bit of an echo on the line. Apologies for that. We will try and uh, sort that out in the background. Just a reminder in the meantime. Sorry. Sorry. Apologies, Apologies for the technical for issue. We are trying to deal with the echo in the background. In the background. Um, if I can just get an indication, should I be reopening the meeting? Or in the meantime, can we go to a phone line to Wendy, please, so that the listeners are able to hear us and continue the conversation about the air fryers? Uh, just a reminder once again, after we've spoken about the air, tryer, uh, air fryer issue, we will be moving into an open line uh, section. And we hope we'll have a good long space for open line calls today. Uh, it's been a while since we had the opportunity to do that. So you're also welcome to send your question through as an email to pipah at capetalk.co.za. Okay, I think what we're going to do is um, leave the Zoom open so that Wendy and I can see each other and hand signal each other, but we're going to go to a good old-fashioned phone call uh, to have the actual conversation uh, and uh, hopefully establish a phone line to Wendy so that we can pick up on the tidy air fryer story with apologies uh, for the technical issues in the background. Okay, Wendy, have we got you on the line? Good afternoon. Hi, Pippa. Yes, I'm here. I'm hope- hopefully sounds echo. Uh, that sounds a whole lot better to me. So thanks very much for the flexibility there. <laughs> okay. Wendy, it was in February this year that we shared the story of the one-man band of an online air fryer sales uh, salesman who arrived with great song and dance and a really fantastic offer, uh, appears to have had a really good opening run with great service delivery, according to the early reviews on Hello Pizza. Yes. But then things went terribly wrong. They did indeed, unfortunately. So from around November, the reviews switched dramatically from five stars to one star, which is the lowest rating. And that's when the complaints started arriving in my inbox. So people who'd ordered from sort of early October, the second batch of these air fryers, um, you know, the the uh, website and um, Facebook page was, was fantastic. for These tidy air fryers proclaiming thousands sold. Um, and uh, so, yes, for those who were doing their checks and looking at Hello Peter, I suppose it looked okay. As we'll get to further um, in the show, there are some um, red, there were some red flags, but um, for you know, for those people, and there were thousands of people who ordered it, it was a, a either nine thirty nine or nine sixty nine, as the price seemed to vary, um, sure. air fryer, which um, was supposedly reduced from four thousand rand. Um, and uh, yeah, 
didn't happen. So Tidy's owner uses his first name only on his Facebook page, Matt. Yep. His full name is Matthew Blunden. And um, he promoted his offering on his website like this. We, are, we, the Royal We, are a South African appliance brand with a mission. Change the way appliances are sold. We sell direct to the consumer so we can avoid traditional markups and sell our products at half the price of our competitors. Hmm. Um, And then he describes the product itself as the air fryer that shocked the country with its affordable price and premium set of features. So, yes, shock he did. Not not (laughs) Not in the way way he promised, though. No, so thousands of people waiting for either their almost a thousand rand to be refunded or for that lovely looking air fryer and, and most, uh, but most rather got neither. So on the 20th, on the 12th of December, bearing in mind that a lot of people had um, taken advantage of this lovely low price to buy um, one or two as Christmas presents. Yeah. So on, on the, on uh, December the 12th, Matt posted a video on his Facebook page admitting to having messed up and promising to make good by the first or second week of January. He took responsibility for his failure to deliver and he undertook to improve communications, which, which went on well with a lot of people because usually when things go south with a delivery um, online, retailers, they, they tend to go quite silent. Um, and here was a young guy saying, oh, you know, mea culpa, my bad. Um, but I'm fixing it. And a lot of people were like, okay, you go. It's fine. We'll wait. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and then uh, that didn't happen. First week, second week of January came and went. And late January, Matt posted a second video on his Facebook page admitting that he'd realized that becoming a successful e-commerce entrepreneur took quite a bit more than a flavor design and graphics. Um, he promised that his main focus was now going to be on customer service and that he'd employed someone to help him already immediately and someone else was going to be joining her within the week and then he made another promise uh, that he was going to deliver but he didn't commit to a delivery date he didn't even even, very vague very vague Um, he said manufacturing is complete and waiting to be uploaded and cleared at the Durban Harbour Um, we played a clip in our uh, show on February the 2nd um, of, of Matt from that video I'm hoping we, we can share it now. I think we should listen now. to that again, just to remind everybody what it was that he was uh, committing to. Let's take a listen. But I can, I can refund people that ask for refunds. Then do it! Because some of them have been chasing you for those refunds. No, there, there have been times where it's been simply forgetting. You're... Yes. Matthew. <laughs> What do you mean you simply forgot? You're the big boy now running a business. You can't forget. You're right. <laughs> okay, apologies. That was obviously the wrong yes. clip playing. Wendy, the, the voice I'm sure everybody recognized belongs to Devi Sankari, governor of the ENCA show, The Devi <laughs> Show. And she was yes. grilling him about the same issue we've been speaking about. So that yes. was what he, he told her. And she really... Um, tried to hold him to account but but didn't really get much from him did she no she didn't um, what, what was strange was i had tried to reach out to him um i did we did the show i did a column in, in sunday times daily I, I i must have tried on three occasions to get some comment out of him emailing the address on his site and nothing um but um the, the debbie show producers got him to get into the studio and that was a snippet from the um, interview, Matt was then all of 22 years old, and um, 
he admitted at the time that 4,000 customers were without their air fries or refunds. Um, and that was his rather astonishing reason for failing to refund. In some cases, he simply forgot. Um, so on his version, uh, Pippa, yeah. in March, Matt was sitting on about 4 million rands worth of people's air fryer spend. And the forgetful fellow had yet to deliver the appliance to them or refund them. Mm. So quite a tidy profit there, I'd say, at that point. Pardon the pun. Um, well, can I just interject and say that one of them is uh, is Errol, who's mailed to say, uh, it's been a year since I paid for that air fryer. I've not received it yet, despite being promised it would be delivered in April. Emails go unanswered, and I'm sure there are others who are in the same boat. Errol, there absolutely are, as you're hearing uh, with Thousands, the stats Wendy's sharing. Imagine. Yeah. Yes. Um, so after our show, uh, Debbie featured one of his... Um, customers sitting empty-handed and shortly after that the airing of that show in March she got her refund and shortly after our show which was the month earlier we got an email um, from from um, a local woman I'm just trying to find it since we're all over with our yeah. <laughs> order of our running but she said that um, she she I don't know whether it was coincidence or during our show because of our show she felt that it was because of our airing but she got her um refund um shortly after our show so um and we didn't specifically feature her but so i think we have to say that there there have been refunds here and there but if by and large um i think it's fair to say um just from the um updates we've had from people who booked who, who placed their order and paid you know last october a year ago november it seems to me then that was the big um uh, spike in orders because he was, you know, pre-Christmas, he was marketing it hard and um, it's those people you can imagine um, sitting uh, empty-handed for a yeah. whole year. Lots of lots of uh, promises. Um, interestingly, um, I heard from um, someone that uh, as recently as June, she saw on his website that um, he had added, he had a picture of his uh, of his air fryer and yeah. Matt added the logos of ENCA and the Sunday Times with an as seen on yeah. um, as if those men- mentions were just an endorsement and I've seen sure. this before with um, snake oil salesmen various lotions and potions which have been discredited on the likes of say CBS's 60 Minutes and then when you see them still advertise them they'll say as seen on 60 Minutes mm, what <laughs> a cheek the which is not a lie it. but 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 I know. So so yes, there is precedent for that. Um, I shared that with Debbie just yesterday, and she was <laughs> she was blown away. But yes, I think you know it's not a laughing matter for those who've been caught. Yeah. And um, what do you do? He's 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 out there. His face is out there. Um, you know, <laughs> there you could go to the police. A lot of people have tried chargeback. Some got their money back if they applied in time, but. All the banks have a limit on chargeback, which is a dispute you raise by means of which your bank gets the money from the merchant's bank account if it's still sitting there. But I, I mean, it, you know, six months a year on that that window, um, that the chargeback window is now firmly shut, so that's not an option. Um, so I think it's just a, a question of, well, you know, 
what do we learn from this? Well, Wendy, if I can interject, the one thing we, we can do is spread the word, tell your friends about it, uh, make sure that it's known that this is not a reputable supplier and that you cannot um, uh, trust uh, placing an order with them. That's the one thing. But, yeah, as you said, what else can we learn from the unfortunate experience of these 4,000-plus customers who've learned the very hard way that this wasn't a reputable uh, service? Because, I mean, especially you always tell us to go and check the reviews on an unknown platform, but initially the reviews were good, Wendy. Yes, yes, and maybe maybe that was part of the plan. You, you, yeah. you put a big product out, you initially deliver, people are happy, there's a good price, there's nice reviews, and then the second lot doesn't happen, who knows? Maybe there was just this awful backlog of goods coming into the country and he ran out of excuses and didn't know how to face people anymore. We don't know, but the bottom line is thousands of people are almost a thousand rand out of pocket with nothing to show for it. So apart from checking out the reviews, which wouldn't have been um, a red flag in this case, um, what to do before you hit pay, there needs to be a clearly defined delivery promise. So uh, within five to 10 days, within four weeks, it can't be completely open-ended. If it is, then I would say that is a major waving red flag. And, And also, you know, know your rights. It's important for us to know how companies, as I keep saying, should operate within the law so that we know when they're not. And we know that that's a red flag. If we we don't recognize the absence of something as a red flag, then we, we're fair game, right? Yeah. So um, between the Electronic Communications and Transactions Act and the Consumer Protection Act, we, we are covered as, as Umbud um, for co- Consumer Goods and Services, Mahat Tempacleri says, we are covered for just about everything that can go wrong in the ordinary course of online business. So this is what online vendors must do on their sites um, in terms of the ECTA. There must be comprehensive information information about the trader's identity, contact details, membership of any self-regulatory bodies or accreditation bodies and their contact details so you can check them out, any code of conduct, conduct rather to which they subscribe and how the consumer can access that conduct. I don't know how many online retailers would pass this one, actually. Mm. The physical address of where um, the supplier will receive legal service of documents should you you not get what you paid for. The manner and period within which consumers can access and and maintain a full record of the transaction. The return, exchange, and refund policy of the supplier. And the security procedure is very important and privacy policy of the supplier in respect of payment, payment information and personal information. So, okay, you know, so it's a lot. It's need- a lot that needs to be on that site, Wendy, and the absence of that information should be your first red flag, effectively. Yeah. If you see a very thin site with one email address, no physical address, one cell phone number, very easy for a company to completely evade detection, right? You, mm. How do you find them? They're in the wind. Um, so if if, there's, if you've ordered a product and uh, you don't, according to the Act, and you don't, uh, you haven't had any of this information, you can cancel within two weeks um, of receiving the goods or services. That's if you receive them, and of course you also have a cooling off period of um, seven days in which to cancel the agreement and send back the goods, um, preferably unopened, um, and then get a full refund within a month. Um, but you know, we we're talking here about situations where you pay and you just don't Nothing get the goods and you don't get your your money back. So um, just quickly so. before we go to news, Wendy, somebody asking a very good question: Has nobody pressed charges against this guy? And if not, why not? I'm sure some people have. They haven't told me. Um, they're just saying, you know, what can we do? One or two have said, I don't think there's any point in going to the police. 
um, which may have some truth to it because usually there needs to be some kind of mass, you know, a whole lot of people going to the same police station as I've sort of um, organized in the past. Um, and then, you know, it's they, 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 that there's something for the prosecutor to work with. And yeah. the police station is unlikely to say, at your, you know, at your first port of call that, you know, or it's a civil matter or whatever, um, which often happens is you need the numbers you need the numbers to make this work. Yeah. And and with online everyone's scattered all over the place. So it's difficult to find the sort of the class action, the class to make yeah. up the class action. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, Andrew in Durbanville's just messaged me on the WhatsApp line to say I am another one who was scammed. I have asked for my refund, but I've received nothing, not a reply, no response or any communications, and yet his site is still allowing purchasing. That is yeah, just criminal that it's still up and running and, oh. and scamming new people every day. The last time I checked, I thought it was it said something like sold out. So that's my bad for not. I, I thought that was it, and that was some time ago. So um, worth worth, worth to, a double check on that one. I'm okay. going to check on it. Oh, yeah, when we go to news. Cape Talk Consumer Talk WhatsApp on o seven two five six seven one five six seven. Well, just before we talk air fryers generally, a tidy air fryer WhatsApp in from Anonymous saying, I was also scammed. I bought the air fryer in November last year. I've approached the Consumer Goods and Services Ombudsman as well as the National Consumer Commission, but both have closed their cases because there is no contact number for tidy and they don't respond to emails. Wendy, does it surprise you to hear that? No, I actually did know that. I should have mentioned it before we went to news um, because I've obviously spoken to to CGSO, which yeah. I always do once you see these trends. They obviously have reflect, see that reflected in their caseload and they do reach out. And so you can see the problem then when you have a um, an ombuds office or any form of regulator trying to get justice for consumers. When there's just an email address, it's easy to just <laughs> ignore. Yeah. No phone number. So that's always a red flag. Um, the website appears to be down. I went back onto the Facebook page. The last post was the 5th of May um, saying, cruelly, you can now track your order. Oh. Um, and that was the last. Okay. Um, and when you, and if you, if you click on shop now, it's disabled. So I, okay. I think it, I was correct. It's not, it hasn't been sold for quite some time. Okay, thanks very much for the update. So that's the unfortunate part of the air fryer story. The fortunate part is that many thousands of South Africans have bought their air fryers through reputable service providers and are very happily cooking away with them. Um, as I heard last night from the many, many who came to the book launch of the new air fryer cookbook, a reminder, Louisa Holst's South African air fryer cookbook is available in stores now if you are looking for some local inspiration. Um, Stephen Neisner has WhatsApped me to say that Clicks apparently sold 42,000 air fryers in the past year, according to their CEO, he bought one from Clicks and says it's a dream to use. I feel so bad for these people who lost their money. Um, Wendy, uh, Clicks is not the only one selling them hand over fist. Um, uh, Matt no. certainly chose his product very wisely, didn't he? He did, um, indeed, because the product really took off in our, in our imagination and in our spending power mm. in when lockdown happened. So yeah. Margaret Hirsch of Hirsch's um, Appliances told me that they've been around for the best part of a decade, but it took lockdown to really catapult them into our consciousness. Yep. And um, and it wasn't just it didn't just end there. I think I, su- I suppose as more and more people became exposed to the wonders of the air fryer, so word got out, and they quickly um, sales have continued to rocket at quite an not alarming, quite an impressive rate. So shortly after Black Friday of 2020, so 
two years ago, the country's largest online retailer, Take-A-Lot, reported that air fryers were the top-selling product that Black Friday, yeah. having previously not even made it into the top 10. Sure. <laughs> That's quite astonishing. And, and yes, as our listener just said, it was quoted in Business Times this past Sunday that air fryer sales drove the increase in Clix's home appliances sales in the year um, ending August uh, 2022, uh, with 42,000 being sold. And here's the comparison. 18,000 in the previous year, so, so way more, more than, than double. double. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as you said, earlier in the week, I canvassed a few uh, major appliance retailers for their experience uh, of sales and trends and and just generally what's going on with these appliances. Okay. So, Do you want to give us I'll, a bit of a summary of what I'll they told you? I'll give you a bit of a rundown. Yeah. There was a, obviously, as you'd expect, there's an, a, a very strong overlap in their responses. So Incredible, yeah. um, Hi-Fi Corp, at every shop, same group. Um, they said um, since the COVID lockdowns of 2020, we've noticed a strong sales growth in the air fryer product line. Um, all of a sudden, there was a requirement for home cooking instead of going out. And, of course, the air fryer was a, a, a fast, um, novel way of doing it. Um, pr- previously, this is interesting, pressure cookers op- occupied that space. I remember yeah. buying a pressure cooker an electric pressure cooker on Black Friday of uh, uh, 2019. That was my big find. I didn't even think of an air fryer. I don't, I don't think I even knew about it. Crossed your so, thoughts, yeah. Okay. No, so, so yeah, so the, the air fryer is taken over from the pressure cooker to a large extent. Um, they're very simple to operate and easy to clean, so what's not to like. And, of course, they're at a much lower price point than a standard oven for young couples that perfect for yeah. um, older people scaling down, um, limited budgets, again, perfect. But I'm told by all of the retailers that the biggest buyers are, are families, okay. who, parents who um, have found a quicker, easier way to cook for their families. And of course, the other motivator is a healthier lifestyle. So it would replace deep fried food yeah. um, with a healthier option. So uh, health, weight loss, that kind of thing. Yeah. And um, uh, Wendy, also space. I mean, I'm, my daughter's probably going into res next year. I'm already thinking, uh, buy a little air fryer to send off with her. She's got that degree of independence. And as you say, it's quick, it's easy, it's cheap. It saves on electricity. It saves on oil, which is great from a health perspective, but also from a wallet perspective, given the price of oil these days. Yeah. And so you can see why, as more people yeah. use them and spread the word, these things are just uh, um, flying off the shelves. Um what sort of the, price range is, is, is available, okay. Wendy? Um, they start at 600 Rand That's for the, okay. a real cheapy entry level, and they go up to 7,000 Rand for the full feature digital XXL air fryer. I think it's a Philips, and it's, uh, according to Hirsch, that's, that's a top seller and doing really well. Okay. Um, and what we're seeing now, two years on since these products took off, that people who bought air fryers then are upgrading to bigger, more advanced units because now they know what they're dealing with and they're seeing the better units on sale and thinking, okay, fully converted, let's go, let's invest um, a bit more in this. Um, I asked all the, all the groups what they would suggest or advise consumers to do before buying, and the, and the most consistent answer was look at the size of the air fryer you need. Yep. So, so um, incredible, incredible groups buyers suggest that a two or three liter air fryer would be substantial for one or two people, um, and, and for every additional person, you add a liter of capacity. So, if you're cooking for five, a five liter air fryer should do the trick. That's a neat um, trick. So that's, 
it's quite a neat trick, especially if you're buying online. I mean, the, you, if you go in store, you generally can get some advice from from the floor, uh, from people working on the floor. But it's important to know these things online because you might not have that um, little bit of advice coming to you. And also to, and of course they would say this, mm-hmm. coming off the back of the air, uh, of the tidy, tidy yeah. experience, we strongly recommend that you purchase an air fryer only from a reputable brand and from a reputable retailer, those two things together. This way your air fryers will always include a warranty and after-sales support on the product. You really want peace of mind and reliability when it comes to appliances and I'd add every other purchase you buy as well. Um, she says Philips were the first, or one of the first, to bring the product to South Africa, and has been, and it has been. I told you, been around for nearly ten years. Yeah. Um, best-selling brand and model. They said um, those popular Philips, but growing in popularity are the DNA air fryers, Kenwood, and Instant Pot models. Instant yeah. Pot is the other big one. The Philips XXL is the fastest-selling model at Hershey's. Comebacks are asked about very few. The product is easy to use and very robust. Um, and again, what to look for? Capacity. MassMart said, um, yeah, they saw the, the, um, the huge demand kick off in around November 2021. That would have been Black Friday. Yep. Demand is very high. Um, if they have a, a promo on, on an air fryer, stock sells out within 48 hours of the promotion. Goodness, all the stuff yeah. later. Yeah. And most popular in their stores is the IGA, E-I-G-E-R area, five and a half litre digital air fryer which sells for 2,000 rand on promotion um, that's their most popular what to look for again cooking volume and they added um, number of preset cooking functions so usually you should expect eight preset cooking functions yeah. e.g. chicken fish etc so I hope that gives listeners who haven't joined the air fryer movement yet um, <laughs> some helpful pointers on on what to look for before you you settle on a particular air fryer. Thanks, Wendy, and it's well-timed advice with Black Friday suddenly around the corner again. Sure. So start doing your research now to get a feel for what's out there at what price point, and then with any luck, you can scoop a bargain on Black Friday itself. Gate Talk. Consumer Talk. Email Wendy on consumer at nola.co.za. Right, we are back with Open Line, and our first caller is already on the line, Nikki in Pinelands. Good afternoon to you. Yes, hi there. I'm glad to speak to you. Thank you. Um, it's, a, it's a real, probably an easy question for you, but I just need a bit of advice. So um, a while ago, we had our Vibrocrete, the middle, the middle poles, um, Collapsed, and I got a handyman recommended by the area. There's a Grace Pine and Five Three One group, and they recommended this guy, and I got him in, and he did a magnificent job. So that was in the beginning of the year. Then I had another problem. I've got huskies. My I've got one, and my son's got two, and these huskies are escape artists of note. <laughs> <laughs> and between the house and the uh, between the garage and the exterior wall, which is a vibrocrete wall, we had a, a big metal thing. But they have managed to between the three of them bulldoze this thing over, and then they escape to the front. And if anybody comes in opening the gate, they gone and then you've got to go and hunt all over Pinelands to find them. So I thought, well, let me phone this handyman because he's done a brilliant job before, get him to come, have a look, see what I need. First, I need that closed off and then obviously further back closed off as well. 
and he came and he gave me a quote. That was on the 21st of September. He sent me the quote via the telephone. He phoned and he said um, he needs 75% paid up front, which I knew because previously with the Vibocrete I had to do the same thing. So I paid the 75%. He sent the bank details. Then he phoned and said, oh, no, sorry, he needs an extra 1,500 rand because he'd forgotten about all the welding components to weld the gate and all the rest. I said, no, that's fine, and I paid the rest. 26th of September, now it's already a week later, um, I phoned to say, you know, what's happening? And he sent me an SMS saying, sorry, the frame hasn't been delivered yet. I asked when this was going to happen. He said, no, don't worry, I'll call you. Never heard a word until the 3rd of October. I sent a message to say that I'm getting anxious as I need the job to be done because these dogs were escaping on a daily basis. At 11 o'clock that day, he said, oh, I'm so sorry, I owe you. And as soon as I have cash flow, I will reimburse you. Ooh. Yeah. So then I asked, so how long will that take? Because he's now got five and a half thousand rand of my money. And he's got no intention of delivering anything. And he said, well, he's got jobs starting on that following Thursday, and then he will have money. So on the 5th, I sent a message saying, what's happening? His reply was, I can't commit to anything right now. I said, that's not good enough. And he then phoned me to tell me I mustn't threaten him with any kind of legal whatever. And I've sent him messages. I gave him last week. I sent him a WhatsApp saying, look, if you don't pay me something, I don't mind if you pay it off. Pay me a thousand rand a week if that's all you can afford. I just want my money back. I'm, I'm unemployed, I'm a pensioner, I can't be out of pocket. And I don't know what route to go. Do I go the legal route where it's going to cost money? Because he obviously doesn't have money. Let's hear what Wendy uh, has to say to that. Wendy, what would you advise Nikki to do? Nikki sounds like a small operator. Is he sort of a one-man band kind of uh, operator? One-man band, although when he came to do the Vibocrete, he had three workers with him. And when he came to do the quote for this um, gate that I needed fastened and secured off, he had a, an, another person that he said was his partner. Okay. Look, it's I don't so want to difficult. say his name, just in case. No, please yeah. don't. Uh, it's so difficult. You could go to the police. Um, you could lay a charge of theft or, by false pretenses, took your money with no intention of, of delivering anything. Uh, it wouldn't necessarily, it would, a long drawn out process, you'd have to go to court. It, 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 it wouldn't necessarily, um, result in you getting your money back. Although I, I know of cases where the prosecutors say, you know, as part of the suspended sentence or whatever, you have to pay her back kind of thing. Uh, I have been involved in or covered those sort of cases, but it, you know, that's not, there's no, um, certainty around that. There's the small claims court. That's just what I was going to ask uh, you. Wouldn't this be a good yes. case for them? It would be a good case because the maximum's is twenty thousand rand, and you, you, you're owed far less than that. Um, again, though, I, I suspect what will happen is he wouldn't turn up, and then you get a default judgment in your name, and then um, you have to pay for a summons because the process up to then is free, and then if you have to pay a lot, it's not. I'm sorry, it's not a lot. Pay an amount for summons to be served. If he's clever, he'll have all his assets in somebody else's name. I'm sorry, I've been doing this for twenty-four years, yeah. and I've seen the story play out so many times. Not, it's not necessarily what will happen, but it, this is the trend in this sort of supplier who goes a bit rogue, um, or very rogue in your case. What's alarming, Nikki, is that you're not getting the normal, um, you know, I'm sorry, it's a, you know, um, 
uh, I don't know what's worse when people say, sorry, there was a problem with the payment or my banking app is down or whatever. He's actually letting you know he doesn't have the money and he doesn't think he's going to get it and actually just don't threaten me. Yeah. So it tells me he's done it before, which is very disappointing because he was recommended by your community. And yeah. usually those recommendations can be trusted. And also he did such a good job for you. The first time, it's going back to the air fryer story. Great yeah. delivery, great product, first time around. Encouraged everyone else to do it. And then, you know, they all got burnt. So um, I would say small claims court. You could go to the Consumer Goods and Services Ombuds. That's why I asked you, is it a one-man band? But they usually have more success, you know, more invested in the in the bigger um, in the bigger suppliers. Um, so, yeah, I'd say small claims court. Also, it just gives you the, it makes you feel you're doing something, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not going to cost you a lot of money. And you could uh, most definitely please keep us posted on how that pans out if you go that route. And and I think at that point, we, we should name him to warn others. Because he's now being given every opportunity to 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 do the right thing. Okay, so Nikki, um, that that is the advice. Is start there, and please do keep in touch with us. You can drop me an email anytime to let us know what progress has happened, if any. Uh, and if uh, the, if the answer is no progress in the end, then as Wendy said, that's something then that needs to be uh, declared to everybody else as a warning. Thank you for that, and good luck to you, uh, Nikki. Um, Wendy, uh, very, uh, just a very quick one. We spoke a couple of days ago about the Justin Bieber refunds. As a matter of interest, has there been any further um, input on that? Are people getting their money back for the, the concert that's not happening? Some are. Okay. Some are. It's not a blanket no refunds, so which, which um, makes me feel that it's something to do with the payment method and that a couple like ticket markers, yeah. masters are going to go completely rogue. What they're doing is they're not communicating enough, yeah. um, which is, uh, you know, that you put a, a thing saying, this is the situation, we're going to refund, but in certain payment methods, there's a lot of, you know, they have to check for fraud, and I, I've seen this play out, um, and some people get uh, refunded quicker uh, um, if their payment method is one that allows for that. So I think we'll certainly keep on it. It's very difficult. I searched high and low for local media contacts and, 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 and didn't win. Um, so yeah, we just keep at it. And certainly if, if ticket holders could keep us posted, but I have heard from quite a few and I've seen on, on various uh, social media platforms, people can't, uh, you know, on platforms where people are complaining of not getting refunds and saying, well, we got our refunds. Okay, so, that's good to know. So it's a bit of a hit and miss thing at the moment. Okay. Just going back to the air fryers, Wendy, having heard what you just said to Nikki, um, I mean, would there be any point in the tidy air fryer customers going to small claims court, knowing that the guy can't be traced and the court isn't going to be able to enact any kind of solution other than to declare that, that the money is owed, but if you can't find him to make him pay, what's the point? Somebody's asking, what do we do? Do we just have to say goodbye to our money? Gosh, look. I hate to sound defeatist. I'm not sure that the small claims option would actually result in anything. However, it's, all it will cost is some time. Um, and uh, so, you know, it, it, there will be some satisfaction, I suppose, and, and, and not just sitting back and doing nothing and accepting it without some sort of pushback. But um, realistically, in terms of, you know, they don't, what happens, as I said, they, they don't show, it's a default judgment in your favor that you can't do anything with it, sort of a meaningless thing. How do you find him, as you say? Where's the address? Yeah. Nobody knows. What is curious is that he put his face out there on the videos. We've seen him. He's been on the TV show. You know, how do you, you know, how do you then operate in a society where you would be recognized?
and called out. I mean, it's a very curious case, Pippa. I don't. I think we're missing something, but I don't know what it is. Okay, we'll have to keep on watching that one. In the meantime, good to get an SMS from Anonymous saying the small claims court in Weinberg is very efficient in their experience. So that's good feedback. Nikki, if you're still Lovely. perhaps that's a good place to start then on the recommendation of that Cape Talk listener. And let's hope it's a, a better recommendation than the handyman was for you. Wendy, we have to wrap it up there. As always, thank oh. you so much uh, for joining us and for uh, looking after our listeners' cases. Uh, just a reminder to listeners, if you do want to raise a case with Wendy, um, uh, you need to send her an email. Wendy is the which is the preferred email address at the moment? It's actually either. So okay. whatever's easiest uh, for people. Uh, um, I'm fully functional on that email again. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. So consumer at nola.co.za spelled K-N-O-W-L-E-R. You can also reach out via her Facebook page, Wendy Nola Consumer. And please do just remember to put the words Cape Talk in the subject line and a word or two about the nature of the problem. Wendy, we'll chat again next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.